crucifixion. Fountains open deep and wide. Through the floodgates of God's mercy flowed a vast and gracious tide. Grace and love like mighty rivers poured incessant from above. And heaven's peace and perfect justice kiss the guilty world in Hello. Welcome to Mercy Poured Forth. My name is Shell Wagner um, and I'm with Heart of the Tribe. It is, let's see, it's Tuesday, <laughs> July 12th of 2022. I'm so glad you guys could be here today. I'm going to go ahead and turn on the comments so I can see all who else here. Hi, Lee and Kat and um, Lee and James. Good to see everybody this morning. So, you know, I noticed in our Torah portion that um, Yahwazava Oat was mentioned in the Torah and half Torah and was kind of a theme there. So I wanted to bring a word this morning about who, um, what he's trying to say to us through this aspect of his name. You know, there's, it's in Proverbs, I believe it says, those who know your name put their trust in you. Well, we're given so many different names. And that always intrigued me when I began studying the word of why Yah would describe himself in so many different ways. And as I began to look at it, what made sense to me was it's just like people know, know me in different aspects of who I am, not always in totality. You know, if I'm off with Robert somewhere and, and maybe all the people know him when he introduces me. I'm just Robert's wife. You know, that's the role. That's the capacity that they know me. And when I was um, bringing up my daughter or even now today, I'm I'm her mother. You know, uh, if I am go to teach somewhere, then I'm, I'm somebody who teaches on the tribes. Right. So it's just different aspects of who we are. So. I like digging into the names of that we see in scripture for Yah, because for me, that helps me to know him and all the facets of who he is. I mean, certainly not all in more of the facets of who he is, because I think that the whole reason that the angels are gazing upon his throne, crying out, holy, 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 is because they are constantly fascinated by who he is, right? And they never get bored through all eternity. So that's a that's an incredible thing. So I'm going to add this to the screen so you guys can see it. And I'm going to kind of put it like this. Hopefully you guys can see it. I've tried to make it a little bit prettier for you. So I want to talk about Yahuwah Zavaot. So I always like when I'm trying to study something out um, to use a study method called the law of first mention. So in the law of first mention, uh, the first time I see this name used for Yah is right here in Genesis uh, chapter two, verse one it says, thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. Okay, so Shalom Asia, good to see you. So the host, that's what this is. This is Zavaot. 
Okay. So what are we talking about? We're talking is we're talking about angels. Okay. Um, the host of Yahweh are the angels that serve him. So the Brown Driver Briggs and Strongs has this as number H6635. It's listed out as Yahuwah Zavaot. So you can see there in the paleo, you know, the Yud Hey Vav Hey, and then the Zadi Bet Aleph Hey Zavaot. Okay. Uh, the host of an organized army, H6633, is the primitive root, and it has it doesn't have this hey on the end, right? This is the three-letter primitive root right there. It is Zadi Bet Aleph. Um, it has no hey on the end, and with a definition, what the word means is go forth, wage war, fight, and serve. So the word picture that I see right here is the walls of this tent, okay, right here, are strong. It's like then it, there's a, a, a zadi, a strong tent, okay, and the walls thereof. Then I found this verse in Deuteronomy 33, 18. It says, and of Zebulun, he said, uh, rejoice, Zebulun, and you're going out and Yisachar in your tents. Anytime I start seeing something with tents, I'm thinking of Issachar and this verse because it said, you know, they're like studiers that understood times and seasons and knew what Yasharel ought to do. Okay. And, and uh, Lee Carruthers and I are going to be really talking about that um, when uh, on Thursday's Heart of the Tribe, when we talk about Issachar and the body system that goes along with Issachar. So, Another thing that you see with the tribes is prophets that line up per tribe. So when I've mapped this out, and I'll I'll go into detail on this later, whether it's kind of in a in a written format, I'm not sure. We're we're discussing exactly how we're going to come up with everything. Kat and Lee and I are really working on getting a lot of information together and, and making it more presentable and accessible in a format that you can see it in its entirety. So we're working on that. But what I saw is there is a prophetic, uh, uh, one of the minor prophets that lines up with each tribe. And so I know that Amos lines up with Issachar and I know it because of, of studying and seeing the correlations. So when I'm looking at the prophet Amos, I'm thinking tribe of Issachar. There's a message there for the tribe of Issachar. So this is what I had seen um, concerning Yahuwah Zavaot and the tribe of Issachar. So the time of judgment, this is what we're dealing with, the time period. There is a time of judgment that's come to the nation of Yasharel. And this is part of the word that was given to Amos to tell to them. So in Amos 5.1, hear ye this word, which I take up against you, even a lamentation, O house of Yasharel. The virgin of Yasharel is fallen. Uh, she shall no more rise. She's forsaken upon her land. There's none to raise her up. For thus says Adonai Yahweh, the city that went out by a thousand shall leave a hundred, and that which went forth by a hundred shall leave ten to the house of Yasharel. For thus says Yahuwah unto the house of Yasharel, seek ye me and ye shall live. But seek not Bethel, nor enter into Gilgal, and pass not to Be'er, Beersheba. 
for Gilgal shall surely go into captivity, and that El shall come to naught. Seek Yahweh, and ye shall live, lest he break out like fire in the house of Yosef and devour it, and there be none to quench it in Bethel. And ye, ye who turn judgment to wormwood and leave off righteousness in the earth, seek him that makes the seven stars and Orion. See, they understood times and seasons, which is what the sun, the moon, and the stars tell us, right? Seek him that makes the seven stars and Orion and turns the shadow of death into the morning and makes the day dark with night that calls for the waters of the sea and pours them upon the face of the earth. Yahweh is his name that strengthens the spoiled against the strong so that the spoiled shall come against the fortress. They hate him that rebukes in the gate and they abhor him that speaks uprightly for as much therefore as your treading is upon the poor and ye take from him burdens of wheat. See, what is he saying? He, he's talking to a wicked leadership that set itself up as the leadership of Yasharel. And they are abusing the poor. They're treading on the poor, just like the treading out of the wheat. Okay, like the threshing of wheat. And you've put heavy burdens upon people, right? He said, therefore... For as much, therefore, as your treading is upon the poor and you take from him burdens of wheat, right? Here, we'll relieve you of your food, right? You have built houses of hewn stone, but you shall not dwell in them. You've planted pleasant vineyards, but you shall not drink wine of them. So he's saying everybody who set up all this stuff and acted against his people, he's going to, they're not going to enjoy the fruit that they think they are from their thievery against his his against innocent people, right? For I know your manifold transgressions and your mighty sins. They afflict the just, they take a bribe and they turn aside the poor in the gate from their right. So what he was talking to, like a, a wicked leadership that had set itself up within Yasharel. Therefore, the prudent shall keep silence in that time for it is an evil time. He's saying all the justice has been corrupted and, you know, those who understand what's going on are saying, you know what, we'll be prudent and we're we're going to be quiet at this time. Why? Because we can trust Yahuwah to be uh, take any vengeance that needs to be taken, that he's got his army on patrol during the situation. Okay. It says, seek good and not evil that you may live. And so Yahweh, the Elohai Zavaot, so there we've got the name, shall be with you as you have spoken. Elohai, the captain of all the angel armies will be with you, okay? And they'll be gracious unto the remnant of Yosef. This is those who are doing their best to walk in his ways despite all that's going on in the world. Okay, therefore, Yahweh Elohai Zavaoth Adonai says thus. What, oh, I'm sorry. Let me go back to 15. Says, hate the evil and love the good and establish judgment in the gate. It may be that Yahweh Elohai will be gracious unto the remnant of Yosef. Therefore, Yahweh, the Elohai Zavaoth Adonai says thus. Wailing shall be in, the, in all the streets and they shall say in all the highways, alas, alas. And they shall call the husbandmen to mourning and such as are skillful, skillful of lamentation to wailing. And in all vineyards shall be wailing for I will pass 
through you, says Yahweh. Okay, so there's a lot going on there. You know, it's, I taught on the letter Kuf yesterday when I was teaching my paleo class. And what I was really zeroing in on in that word, in that letter, was the fact that in the heavenly realms, there's a lot going on that we're not always aware of. You know, um, Enoch does a great job of explaining that. You know, I was just rereading the first 20 chapters of that this morning, thinking about that and the fact that there's so much happening in that realm. And that's what the letter Kuf is trying to explain, that there's something going on that's out of our sight, but yet sometimes we hear it, right? It's like your ears can catch a glimpse of it, but you can't necessarily see it because we live you know, there's a veil, right? And it hasn't been open to us, but Yah know what's, knows what's going on. Okay, so I wanted to share this with you. So Joshua 5, 14 and 15 says, and he said, nay, but as captain of the host of Yahweh, am I now come? And Yahusha fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, what says my Lord unto his servants? And the captain of Yahweh's host said unto El Yahusha, Loose your shoe from off your foot for the place where you stand is holy. And Yahushua did so. So what's happening there? This is in the book of Joshua. And he is getting ready to have to go into enemy territory. And suddenly someone appears before him. And he's wondering, who are you? You know, and and he asked, you know, because he's in a warrior stance. Like, I'm going to have to fight. And so what's happening is, you know, Yahushua in his graciousness, um, it, he he um lets lets him know listen i've got all i'm here with you as the host of the armies of heaven you're not fighting this battle alone i'm fighting this battle for you there's great hope in that you know as we come against things you know to know that yahuwah zavaot is on our side it's an amazing thing so a long time ago it was um Around the year 2004, I was asked by a group of ladies that had like a home type congregation to come to their congregation and help them make a banner. And they wanted to make a banner that was um, Adonai Zavai Oat. And so I had spent you know, a couple of days with them, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, I would go over one day a week and because um, we were all homeschool moms. And so we would, we just kind of made that kind of a homeschool meet day. So our kids could play together and have fellowship. And we had time as ladies to work on this banner. So I was teaching them how to make this banner. So, um, Anyway, I'd had a great time. We finally finished it and I'm on my way home and I'm just, you know, worshiping and having a great time. And all of a sudden I hear a voice tell me, look up in your rear view mirror and look at what's coming up behind you. And so I did, and I saw a dump truck and I was stopped at a um, stoplight. It was one of the few stoplights where I was because um, I was way out in the country. So I hear this and I'm first at the stoplight and I and I hear Yah tell me by his ruach, look at this dump truck coming up behind you. And he tells me it's not going to stop. 
It'll run right over you. You got, you've got to get out of the way. And so I threw my car into reverse and I got myself over onto the shoulder of the road quickly. And here comes this dump truck and the, the light's still red. And that dump truck blew right through that intersection. I would have been flattened. I don't know whether its brakes were out. It didn't see the red light. I don't know what was going on, but something. But but you, we can hear this voice that the angel armies that Yah sends to speak to us, to tell us things, to warn us of things, whether it was by his Ruach directly or whether he sent an angel to, you know, get my attention and whisper this in my ear. I don't know, but I do know that he communicated with me that this is what I needed to do was get out of the way. Okay. So I saw one more scripture in here. How am I doing on time? Okay. Pretty good so far. So in Isaiah 54, here we see Yahweh Zavaot again. And so I just wanted to, to read you this scripture because I find it very encouraging. It says, Sing, O barren, you that did not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you that did not travail with child. For more the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says Yahweh. Enlarge the place of your tent. Again there, pulling out those tent stakes, right? And let them stretch forth the curtains of your habitation. Spare not, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes for you shall break forth on the right hand and on the left and your seed shall inherit the other nations and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not for you shall not be ashamed, neither be confounded, for you shall not be put to shame, for you shall forget the shame of your youth and shall not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. For Yahweh, for your maker is your husband, Yahweh Zavaot is his name. Very interesting. Your maker is your husband, Yahweh Zavaot is his name. And your Redeemer, the Holy One of Yasharel, the Elohai of the whole earth, shall he be called. Now, let me see if I can just put this up here a little bit easier for you. So I wanted to just show you this one part. So when I looked up this term in the Tanakh alone, which when I say Tanakh, I'm dealing with the five books of the Torah. The, um, gosh, what's it called? Starts with the and and um, and I can I've lost the word this morning, but it, it's dealing with your um, it's T N K, and one of them is the writings of all the prophets. One of them is all the books of wisdom, and it makes up the entire Old Testament, right? So it's the Tanakh. Okay, so this is what I saw is there were when I looked up the term Yahweh Zavaot, there was 273 verses, 1,308 matches. So you can find it right here. You know, there's and it didn't even include I don't know why my search term, it didn't even include what I found in Genesis. So I know there's more than this. And especially when we it count, you know, include all the lost books of the Bible that, you know, are now in our suffer. So you can just see. And, and what I saw is when we start getting into these prophetic books, look in Isaiah 60 verses, 296 matches, Jeremiah 81 verses, 416 matches, 
in Amos that I was just reading out nine verses, 38 matches. It means that it's used that term 38 times in the nine verses. Okay. Look down here at Zechariah. It's in 46 verses of Zechariah with 225 matches. Okay. In Malachi 24 verses with 93 matches. So you can see this term is a, is a term that's used quite often. All righty. So let me remove that. Well, I hope that you guys have enjoyed that. I really like digging into the names. I've already decided that this Thursday, when I come back for my turn on Mercy Poured Forth, I'm going to do uh, Sar Shalom, the Prince of Shalom, right? Because we'll be heading into Shabbat and that's the, and I'm going to do a little teaching on that name, right? So I've got a lot of teachings that I've done throughout the years on the name. So I thought I would share some of that information. So what else is going on at Heart of the Tribe? Well, today at 1 p.m., we have an, uh, a presentation of Walking in the Word. I'm very exciting. Uh, we're talking about our different um, favorite Bible characters. And wow, uh, we've all picked something different. I can't wait. There's going to be four of us ladies, uh, Catherine Hood, will be there, Lee Carruthers. Um, this is Melissa's week off. So Melissa's going to be with us every other week. So this week, uh, Nita Moshe will be joining us. And we're really looking forward to that and to see what she she brings forward to. So I'm looking forward to that um, presentation later today. Tomorrow, uh, we'll have uh, James Carruthers on for Mercy Poured Forth. We'll also, I'll be bringing the... Um, Besserah portion for Let's Talk Torah. Then Chris McIntyre and I will be on at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time talking about uh, his part two of his introduction to Hebrews. So I'm really looking forward to hear his presentation on that. Thursday, I'll be back and I'll talk about Sar Shalom on uh, Mercy Poured Forth. And then Lee Carruthers and I will be on my show, Heart of the Tribe at 1 p.m. and we're going to be delving into the body system that matches up with the tribe of Yehuda since we did Yehuda last week and then we'll be going into Issachar and the body system that goes along with Issachar. So that ought to be incredible and interesting. I can't wait to to bring you all these things. So thank you for being with me today. And of course, the rest of our week finishes out strong. So I'm just giving you those those couple of days for right now. And um, every day we've got something going on and it's really exciting to see what all is happening. We'll have several new shows getting ready to get started too. So we're excited about those as well. All right. Well, thank you for being with me. I pray that this was a blessing to you. Um, may Yahweh make his face to shine upon you, be gracious upon you, lift up his countenance upon you and give you of his shalom. Have a wonderful day. And I hope that we'll see you back here in a few hours for our presentation of Walking in the Word. All righty. Bye-bye. Crucifixion fountains open deep and wide through the flood gates of God's mercy flow the vast and gracious tide grace and love like
like mighty rivers poured incessant from above and heaven's peace and perfect justice kiss the guilty world in 